Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, welcome to the podcast today. Today I am just trying to decide how vulnerable I can be. (laughs) How vulnerable I want to be, how open I want to be while protecting the privacy of my children and my family. Um, But today I'm going to talk about how you are the perfect mom for your baby. And I say this all the time and I hope you believe it. I hope you know it, but I'm just going to share a personal experience, something that we've been going through Um, to kind of give you an idea of moments that you will have because they will come when you realize you're the perfect mom for your baby. I know that there are days, months, maybe even years (laughs) where you feel like, man, I am not cut out for this. Like I cannot handle this. There's no way I can't do this for one more day. I'm losing my mind. Like all of these feelings that come are natural and normal because motherhood is hard. Like it is so hard, but there will be these moments where you also sit there and think, I am literally the perfect mom for this child. Nobody else could handle this better than I could right now. So trust me, it'll happen. But I just wanted to share kind of what what we're going through right now, what I'm going through right now as a mother. Um, I've been very open about my journey with postpartum depression to p- before. I have shared that I have struggled with anxiety. Um, what I haven't shared is that I struggled with anxiety as a kid and it was bad. It was not just like, oh, I got anxious sometimes. Like I missed a lot of school because I was that kid who was kicking and screaming. I did not want to go to school and my teacher would have to peel me off of my mom and carry me into the classroom. And I would just, I was like thrashing around and yelling. Like it was, it was so bad. And this was not kindergarten. This was not preschool. This was like up until third grade. Um, So it was, it was really hard and it was really, really bad. And my parents did the very best they could. Um, I think they handled it way better than I would have handled it. Um, there wasn't as much research back then. It was not talked about back then. They, uh, like my mom would always tell me like, it's okay to feel anxious. It's okay to feel nervous. You can still go to school. And she would just like validate and tell me like, it's okay to feel that way. But like, you can, you can still go about your life. And my dad would come up with solutions for me. Like I literally thought that like going to bed, my house was going to catch on fire and it felt so real to me. And so my dad got me like a big rock and was like, okay, well, if the house catches on fire, which it's not going to, but if it does, you can use this rock, throw it out your window and you can escape. Um, and so those were just kind of the things that would go on in my mind and everything felt so real. Everything felt so scary. And I just struggled for a really long time and then it got better. And I mean, I went to therapy in like third grade and that helped. Um, I think I was old enough to kind of understand just how to deal with it, I guess. Um, But I just, I struggled and struggled and struggled up until even through junior high. I had some pretty bad anxiety and high school got better. And I've just, I don't know, I think it's gotten a little better. I have my moments, but I am realizing now how much of that I just kind of like pushed down and set aside and tried to forget about. Like I haven't dealt with that. And I didn't realize it until recently. Um, I have a child who is struggling with anxiety. And we've always known that this child, you know, struggled a little bit. And we have gone to different doctors and therapists and um, 
different things, which has been helpful, but it, it wasn't until recently that we've really, really seen the anxiety come out. Like I said, we weren't totally sure what it was at first, but the last couple of weeks, it has been so apparent that this child is struggling with anxiety and I get emotional thinking about it because it has been so hard to watch um, because I know exactly what this child is feeling. It, like I said, I suppressed everything. And now as I'm watching this child, as I'm watching the teacher peel my child off of me um, while they're kicking and screaming, and while I watch, you know, just the feelings of, I don't want to, I don't want to, and all of this stuff going on, I, I just start crying because I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my body, all of the emotions that are going on in my child's body. And I don't even know how to explain it other than it felt like it was happening to me. Um, the anxiety attacks, the meltdowns, I could, I felt like it was happening to me watching it happen. And that's kind of when I realized that I probably have some work to do on my own because I'm still feeling that. But at the same time, I have realized that I am the perfect mom for my child because I know what they're feeling. I know what emotions are going on. I know exactly what my child is struggling with because I have been there. That was me. My child is me. And I've kind of had this crazy realization that maybe the reason that I went through everything that I went through was so that I could be a better mom. Like who knew that the crap that I was dealing with in first grade, second grade, third grade, was something that would help me 20 years later know how to help my child, know how to say the things that I would want to hear in that moment, know what kind of help to seek for, know how to be an advocate for my child because they're just too young to explain the feelings going on inside their body, but I can explain it now because I've been there. And now I have the words for it. And had I not gone through what I've gone through, I would have no idea what's going on. And I would probably just be really frustrated. Don't get me wrong. There are moments of frustration. And there are moments of, this is so hard. I don't know if I can handle this. But then there are those moments where I sit there and I think, God totally knows what he's doing. And he made sure that this child was in my family because of what I've been through because I know how to handle this, because I know not only what these big feelings are, but I know that it's going to be okay because I'm okay. I know that even though it's hard right now, we will get through this. We will find the tools that we need to help my child succeed. And my child is going to be okay. I know that my child is going to be okay because I've been there and I've made it through. And so can my child. So I think this can apply to so many different situations, whether you are struggling with infertility, whether you are struggling with a baby with colic, whether you are struggling with acid reflux or sleepless nights or whatever it is that you are going through. I believe there's a reason. I believe that it's because someday your experiences are going to help somebody. And the experiences you've had in your life growing up 
or, you know, in the last few years before becoming a mom or even as a mom, maybe you went through something with your first baby that's going to help you immensely with your third baby. You just don't know what it's going to be, but I do know that everything you have gone through that has made you who you are is because you needed to go through those things to be the perfect mom for your baby. And because of that, nobody, nobody could be a better mom for your baby than you. Nobody could do it better. Nobody could love your baby better. Nobody is going to know how to help your baby better than you. I will say it. I will scream it from the rooftops until the end of time. You are the perfect mom for your baby. You really, really are. I've seen it so many times, but again, recently it's just been like so heavy and so real, which is why I wanted to share it. But there will be those moments that come when you realize it too. So look for those moments. Look for those moments when you think, man, I am so good at this. (laughs) I was made for this. I was literally made for this because those moments might be rare. Those moments might not be happening as frequently as the moments of feeling inadequate, but they will happen. So you need to look for them and acknowledge them, recognize them, write it down, share it with someone, take a mental note, but just find them, notice them because they will come and you'll think, yeah, this is it. This is exactly why I'm this baby's mom. This is one of those moments. So remind yourself in those moments that you are the perfect mom for your baby. So that when you're in those moments where you don't feel like the perfect mom, you have that to pull from. You have that knowledge that you're the perfect mom for your baby. Okay, I know this episode was kind of heavy, but I hope that you look for those little moments that remind you of that. You, I hope you know that you're doing a good job. I hope you know that nobody will do this better than you. Thank you so much for being here today. If you could do me the hugest favor, leave a review, rate this podcast, screenshot it, Tag me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Share it with your friends. It would mean so, so much to me. Thank you for listening today and I will see you next time. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to the sleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.